Hi there, speech-language pathologist. It's Marie, the SLP, and today I'm gonna to answer your most asked question, how do I find balance as a school-based SLP? I'm gonna make this quick. I'm gonna give you my top three ways that you can find balance, whether you're a school-based speech pathologist, you're in the medical field, your private practice, home health, whatever it might be. I wanna make sure you have three really big takeaways that you could start implementing as soon as this video is over. First tip for you is make time for play. If you've watched any of my other videos or listened to my podcasts, you know this is huge. The reason I think that play can be so powerful is because one, it gets us outside of ourselves. It helps us kind of, it helps us focus on something different than maybe the things that whether they're stressing us out or they're just consuming our thoughts. Making time for play helps us one, take a step away from that, but also bring in nuance and something that maybe can strike up some excitement, maybe strikes up some creativity, some inspiration. It helps you kind of give yourself a pause when you need it. Brain studies show that when the brain feels excited or when you feel excited, you are helping yourself shift your mindset. And sometimes that's what we need. Being a speech therapist, is something where we might take on the emotions of our clients, the needs of our clients. We're really focused on supporting others, but we have to be also focusing on supporting ourselves. And so making time to play can be a fantastic way to focus on ourselves. And we don't always realize it. I really recommend making time to play at least once a day, but if you can't do that, at least make time once a week. And you might need to be really specific about carving out when you do it. Maybe every Tuesday afternoon, you have a standing date with you know, a family member, your partner, your friend to play a board game or to go to the park and play tennis, have a family-friendly game of poker. Maybe your way of play is repotting your plants I don't know. It's your time though to be creative, to have fun. I think that's the key word in play. We know that kids do a lot of their best learning in play. How come that can't be true for adults? It can. Let's make it true for us. My second tip for you to strike balance as a speech language pathologist, give yourself time on a daily basis to reflect. This could be time at the beginning of your day, in the middle of your day, at the end of your day. It could be time that you spend doing voice memos as you drive home from work to reflect on just what is going on, what is going on in your life as a speech pathologist, maybe what's going on in your life outside of being a speech pathologist. This could be time to reflect on what you're grateful for. This could be time to reflect on just how you're feeling as a person but giving yourself that time, it really helps you have consistent check-ins with yourself. And the reason why having those check-ins is important is because as humans, we change. We might have different levels of energy on different days. We might need those check-ins to understand, you know what, I really need to set a boundary today around extracurricular activities, or I really need to set a boundary today around allowing people to distract me when I have this many reports to get done. Maybe I'm feeling stressed out about it and so I need to, you know, change up my environment or do something different today that's gonna help me. That will help you in the long run have balance because when you are checking in with yourself and when you are 
quickly knowing where to set those boundaries and what to say no to, what to say yes to on a daily basis, then you're gonna be helping, you know, you might've heard the term, keep your cup overflowing. You're gonna be helping yourself continue to fill your cup. So that way, when you get home, you're not as drained. If you're going home to a family or if you're going home to, maybe it's just you, but you're having that time to then just enjoy your relaxation instead of, you know, kind of feeling that pent up energy from the stress, you've allowed yourself to build boundaries earlier in the day because you were checking in with yourself that now you can come home and really just, you know, breathe. Sometimes that's all we need. Having that time too, I've noticed when I do it every morning, it helps me with my attention throughout the day. It helps me really focus on what's important. It helps me not get as distracted by things that really I don't need to be getting distracted by. And it also helps me have quick mindset shifts. Sometimes when things kind of come up because that's life, things come up that are outside of what I assumed would be happening in a day. I love having the ability to shift my mindset so that way when those things do come up, you know, I'm a little bit more focused on the present because I just had that extra time to reflect earlier in the day and, and get a little bit more grounded. So now I can kind of say, okay, does this really matter right now? Do I need to react right now? And I just find that the more consistent I am with building that time into my daily routines, the more consistent I am with being able to make those mindset shifts. My third tip for you is to set clear boundaries. For me, I'm very structured with my time into work and my time out of work. This helps me know what I'm going to get done in this specific day. I'm not going to stay past a certain time because it doesn't serve me well to try and stay until 5 p.m. and be tired and trying to work through that versus just coming in tomorrow and first thing finishing up what I need to on that time that I come in every day. Set boundaries around maybe who you're talking to outside of work hours. And I know this is tough because we have friends that we work with and they might call us at 6 p.m. about an issue at work. Sometimes you might take the call, sometimes it's necessary, but you can set a boundary and text and say, you know what, is it an emergency or can we talk about it tomorrow? Same thing with checking your email. Now, this is a personal preference, but I don't check my email outside of work. I don't check it on my phone. I just check it on my work computer. It is just something that is important to me because I've learned about myself. If it's on my phone and I get a notification about work on Saturday morning at 9 a.m., then I'm thinking about work all day and it's really taking away from what I had planned for the weekend or the time I'm spending with my boyfriend or you know, my family and I, don't feel like my best self when I am chained to my phone and work is emailing me over the weekend or, you know, I'm getting those calls or those emails at 7 p.m. when I'm supposed to be, you know, just enjoying time with somebody else or even if it's by myself. But that again is something that you can evaluate for you. These are just examples. The last thing that I suggest you consider taking into account when you're setting up these boundaries for yourself is how much time you're spending focused on work outside of your work hours. Because sometimes as a team player, like there are times when you might join committees or sign up for something, you know, an event at work that is happening on a Saturday morning or a Friday afternoon or whatever. Do what, you know, speaks to your soul and what works best for you, but don't feel like you have to do it. I think I come from a perspective back in the day of being an overachiever, you know, in high school, signing up for all the clubs or doing the music activities or whatever it was. And that can fast track you to a type of burnout, especially as SLPs, our demands on the job can be pretty intense. So if we need to say no to the extra things 
it's okay. It's perfectly fine. And I'm going to tell you a little secret. It doesn't make you any less of a team player. I think that that is something that when I first started working in my school district, I thought, well, I have to be a team player. I have to help out with the harvest night and then I'm going to help out with the Christmas party. And then I no, like it doesn't, it was not serving me. It was very stressful. And I learned to say no. Now, sometimes I want to help out with that stuff. I love doing the Christmas party, so I'm going to keep doing that one, but you don't have to say yes to everything. You're still a team player because who are you there for? Right? So just things to think about. Again, these are my takes on it. You set up your boundaries the best way possible. If you have questions about any of these tips, if you have questions specifically about setting up boundaries, when to say no, when to say yes, feel free to pop them in the comments below. I'd love to answer them either in a video or I will respond to you in the comments as well. And be sure to check out my links for resources on prioritizing your own mental health, your own wellness, your own balance as you go forward. Have a great day and I will see you on the next video.